This is IsAware, powered by Intersoft Associates. IsAware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to IsAware. I'm Chris Bintliff, and I'm joined by High Gold Stuff and Abe Unger, as always. And guys, today uh, I want to talk about big data, which is a sort of overused phrase that means in some ways vague uh, concepts. And so I want to dial into this a little bit. And my first question is, what do you, how do you define big data? But I almost feel like if we first say, how should companies be thinking about using big data, it might help us back into better identifying it. So let's start there. How do you guys think companies should be thinking about using big data in their organizations? Well, I think first they have to get the data. They have to acquire data. And um, many companies aren't, you know, aren't really, their, their mindset is not to get as much data as they can. Uh, yeah, I like to call it, you know, uh, one of the things that I appears too often, I call it farmer's law. A little is good, a lot is better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the old days, and maybe not that old, data was expensive. Now it's cheap. So get, you know, ma- you know store and maintain as much as you can because it doesn't cost you anything yet the benefits as you know I'm sure we'll get into later on can be huge in you know in revenue and 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 profits so big data is just getting a lot of data whatever it might be and if you're not sure if you should get it then get it make sure you you know um, acquire it you you have an input you know whatever's required to acquire that data about your clients their interaction with you, um, their history, um, transactional history, whatever it might be, uh, you can't have too much. And people shouldn't be afraid of the word big data thinking, oh, it's too big for me. There's no such thing. Big data is just a misnomer. It doesn't really mean big data, it just means data. And a lot of it, and the more of it that you have, the more you can report on, and the more you can report on, the more you can act on. So as much data as you have, there's always room for more and there's always reason to gather more. So big data shouldn't be a company saying, I'm not, I'm a small company, big data doesn't apply to me. The concept is one of getting and understanding the data, not necessarily that it's big data or a lot of data specifically, just the fact that you have more data and more data that you can then use to make better decisions. That's a great point. They shouldn't be afraid of it. That's a great point, Abe. It's a great illustration too, that the idea of big data can sometimes uh, make me feel like, oh, that's for the IBMs of the world or whatever. And, and it just means data. And so you suggested a couple kind of use cases around my customers or around my, it could be any any kind of situation. If I'm a services company, it could be around who my customers are, geographically where they are, the, the sort of uh, the sort of things that they're interested in. Uh, if they're interested in one thing, what does it lead them to become interested to down the road? If I'm a products company, it could be the time of day that people make purchases or seasonality, all kinds of different things. And as you point out, the more the better. Demographics, geographic, buying styles, buying behaviors, the more the better. So help me understand what I can do with some of that then. What, what should I be so I have some email addresses. So I, uh, you know, so I have, uh, so I know that I've got more customers that are this age than that age. So what? What does that mean for me? Well, well, you would certainly, you know, market differently with, you know, on the customer side, you'd market differently to those customers 
that are, you know, different ages, uh, different patterns of what they buy, when they buy. Uh, and it's really the kind of stuff that, you know, the kind of AI, and it really leads to artificial intelligence, which in some cases is, in fact, machine learning. But in many other cases, it's just a matter of using data to make informed decisions. The same way, you know, you walk around every day, you know, if you see a red light, that's data, you know, I better not cross the street. And it's the same thing by being able to make informed decisions on what your customers are doing and how you can best get to them, you know, and it, and it has to do with, you know, so, so many things that affect you know, that customer behavior can be exploited, you know, um, you know, for their benefit and, and for yours. It's what Amazon does when they tell you what you ought to buy. They know what you bought in the past and they'll find similar things to do that, you know. And, and it's being able to do the same thing on whatever your scale happens to be. The same an example is like Home Depot is an example. You know, you actually go to a store and then as you go to check out, you got these little knickknacks, little items there at the checkout counter that you don't need but because you're standing there waiting, you're looking at it, you're going to buy it. No one leaves a two by four sitting there at the checkout counter. They're using things that you're going to take because they're using the data of what is it that people are more likely to use and to buy at that point and then actually go ahead and buy it. They're not just randomly picking things. And that's where that data can help you, you know, in that specific example or in any example, um, make the sale and how to, how to get people to buy or be interested in what you're proposing because you're talking to them with data that actually is theirs that then can make sense to them in their business. It's a great point. And it, again, it almost breaks down data into being just insights and information, you know, and, and, uh, and the study of how people are behaving and when they're doing things. And then what can we do from a business perspective to amplify those behaviors, to better understand those behaviors. So when we think about, uh, hi, you said earlier, uh, the farmer's law. Let's talk about that a little bit. So if I think that I need a whole bunch, some is better than nothing. And a lot is better than some. But how do I start to balance um, some of the investments that are required for me to get a lot of data? What data might I already have in my possession or available to me that I'm not considering or thinking about? And are there risks or security issues or confidence or uh, you know, relationship issues in when we think about the way social media, for instance, can sort of make us feel like products. What's the line that I, as a business owner or leader, should be thinking about as far as what we should collect versus, I don't know, what puts us in a place where we have to explain ourselves for collecting it? A lot there to unpack. Certainly stuff that's privacy related, you should be very careful about. Uh, certain information you should never keep, like social security numbers. And if it, it really is important information, it should be highly encrypted. Um, you know, there, there are many different ways to do that. Uh, one should never keep credit card numbers, you know, stuff that really relates to privacy. There are ways to communicate with the merchant processors uh, where you, you use the credit card once and then discard it, then are able to apply, you know, apply logic or a token to that account. So someone else can't, uh, you know, can't steal it. Um, there, there's no reason to store those credit card numbers anymore. Uh, so, you know, all that privacy related information should be really, really kept under, you know, a fine lock and key if maintained at all. And certainly data should be encrypted, uh, even simple, you know, depending on what, what you're doing, you know, th that should certainly be protected. And you certainly need the right infrastructure. So, it's going to stop people from coming in mm. and even, you know, knocking at your door and, you know, opening the, uh, 
you know, op you know the opening of the unlocked door. You want to you want to make sure that entire world is you know is is safe and secure. But you know the data you know allows you. I mean, social media is you know deals in the, gets involved in privacy stuff, and you know there are all sorts of there are all sorts of issues going around with that today. But in terms of you know data regarding client behavior, um, what they do, your own operation, how you can make your operation you know more efficient, you know like like manufacturing schedules, you know taking into account what you have to manufacture, how do you optimize what you're manufacturing, you know that that can all be done with all the data you've accumulated and the data that you know the simple data of what are your what are your need what are your requirements coming up and that also goes ordering and understanding what the order process is, whether you're ordering domestically or abroad and having those various channels and being able to, via the, the, the use of data, optimize that whole process. So you're never out of stock and you're never, you know, having a lot of money uh, invested in inventory because, you know, you, you'll, you'll be getting the inventory as you need it, again, based on all these historical trends. So there's so many things that, that it can do for you. Um, and, you know, that, that, that really, really affect the bottom line. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development, together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com. How do you suggest I get started? Should I, if I haven't been doing anything, how do I start doing something? If I've got a lot of stuff and I don't know what to do with it or if it's important, how do I start to diagnose that? Can you help me with that? Should I be sure. making it I mean, higher? What's, what's the, my, my best step? Look, certainly, you know, get involved with the professionals. I mean, we'd love, we'd love people to do it, to call us. Um, yet there's never an obligation. I don't mean to make this a commercial. Um, but, um, but certainly, you know, speaking to a professional who has that experience, um, who has experience across a wide range of industries and can, you know, adapt what you, your needs are to what they might've learned in related industries. And there, there are really only a few principles that apply with all of this. And, you know, whether you're, you know, a Boeing or, um, uh, you know, or an IBM, or you know a local manufacturer of uh, of ductwork, you know a lot of those principles will will apply equally. Scale will be different, but the principles will be the same. And it just talk to someone who's done it before, knows how to do it. Just start an intelligent conversation. And as you know, the two of you you know speak, you'll both learn a lot more, and you'll both be able to make you know really 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 good informed decisions. And once you start talking naturally, you're going to start thinking about other things that you already have some data collected that you haven't looked at in a long time because you, you start talking about it and you start thinking about these things. And then you start thinking about the kinds of data that you already do have and you may not be using at all or the kind of data that you're like, oh, it really would be nice if I knew what, what's happening there or in that part of the division or in that delivery schedule or whatever it may be. And once you start talking, that starts to form. And then you... you just naturally go from one step to the other of, okay, now that I think about this data that I can collect, what do I do with it? But that conversation, that's the starting point, because that's going to help sort of push the brain in that direction of what do I need? What do I have? And how do I get more? Yeah. And that's really, and what well, that's really right. That's, that's really collaboration to, to its, you know, to its nth degree is, you know, two people are, 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 are having a conversation and you have a, you have a case where you're, you're 
getting some information. You're providing some benefit of what you can do and what can be done with it. And based on that, you know, you say, oh, and I, you know, and I need this and I can also get that. And you have a situation where one and one is really going to equal three or even more because you're, you're building off of each other's, you know, experience and each of you will be learning more and more and more. And, you know, that's a lot better than machine learning. You know, that's human learning. And that is, you know, and that, that can become, you know, dramatic. And then you can find a way that makes sense for your business that has a business case where the money you spend will not just be thrown away, but will actually, you know, be an investment and, and provide a return, you know, for years to come by building that foundation. You know, it's it, it brings to mind some of the other conversations we've had, which is if you just start strategically asking the questions about what are you trying to achieve? Why is that important to achieve? When would you like to achieve it? You don't need to know the answers, but if you just start asking the questions, then, you know, folks, folks like Intersoft can start helping to frame those questions in a strategic way. And then, well, maybe you already have this or let's offer this alternative or this idea. If we considered this, maybe we need to collect that. And pretty soon you've got a, a mindset around this where I think uh, things become possible. Let me ask you this. How soon should I be considering the importance of data in my company? Is this something I can... I haven't been doing it so far. I've been doing just fine. I don't need to give this my, or am I going to be left in the dust if I don't start to get my mind around this? I, I would certainly do it before it becomes, you know, an absolute, you know, before you know you need it. Mm. You know, once you have yeah, the, the conversation. Answer being yesterday. Huh? <laughs> the answer being yesterday. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you know, once you have the conversation, you can determine when is the right time to really make that conversation go further. But if you don't know what, what you have and what its possibilities are, you don't know if you're sitting, you know, if you're sitting on a gold mine or, you know, or a coal mine. Um, and it, it just starting the conversation, you know, most business owners and most managers, you know, will know what they can do and, and will be able to see the vision as they learn more. So, I mean, I think it's always sooner rather than later. Um, you know, having the information is always valuable. Information is always good. And then you can determine, you know, what the benefits are, if any. You know, you may be just fine with what you're doing. Uh, if you don't know that, you know, that's a problem. Uh, but if there are, you know, opportunities to leverage what you have um, at little cost for a great benefit, you know, it'd be silly not to take that, uh, not to take that step. At least learn what, you know, at least know what you can do and make that decision whether you want to do it or not. And there are a whole bunch of other factors, priorities, whatever it might be. You know, but most most managers, you know, can walk and chew gum nowadays. Hmm. So, you know, the more you learn, the better. And Abe is right. You know, it's, it's never it, it, yesterday. Yeah, Abe, you, you like yesterday was the best time to plant that tree. And if not yesterday, then today. And just right, go ahead and do it because you want to be the educated consumer, not the uneducated one. So if I'm collecting data, even if I'm not even aware that I've really been collecting it, it's probably coming from a lot of different sources. I might have some from my digital outlets, some from Excel spreadsheets. I might have a bunch of mailing labels, you know, and addresses. It's all this kind of stuff. How do I make sense of or start to organize all these disparate sources from which my data is coming from? Well, you know, there are a bunch of different ways. Is first, you know, take an inventory of what you have. And, and if, if it's all valuable, even though maybe in, in different places, certainly there should be a plan 
if it's valuable to bring it all together. And and no one should ever run a business off an Excel spreadsheet. That's just <laughs> not scalable. It's not maintainable. Uh, it's it, there are so many problems with that. Forget about the benefits that you're not getting. It's the problems that you're potentially creating. Um, you know, find a way to bring that data together, or find processes that brings it together as needed for for the you know for the purpose you know required. But you know, uh, we know we you know we had we had a client that had to do go through this huge manual process to bring data in from one system into another system and differently designed Excel spreadsheets and go through all sorts of, you know, processes and, and work to kind of normalize them into one and then get data. And he did this very infrequently, mm-hmm. but that data was really, really valuable. And being able to put it into simply an, expre- an Excel spreadsheet to be analyzed, forget about automatic an- you know, analysis, being able to do that was really, really inexpensive. And he was able to do this on a weekly basis. And look at patterns and look at where his business has gone and, and actually improve his business as a result of that. As opposed to, you know, as opposed to making do, he actually did something which was, I mean, the, the, the benefits were, you know, order of magnitude, you know, what his cost was. Cost was minimal. Interesting. What do you think is the relationship between automation and big data? Am I sort of starting to weave the two together? If I start to think about my organization running with data, automation just becomes part of that? Well, you'll you'll find you'll find opportunities to use it as you as you as you start capturing it. I mean, there certainly should be a plan uh, in place on what you're going to do with it. But this is a you know this is a, a, a rapidly evolving world, and you'll find you'll come up with more opportunities as as you do things with that data and you achieve success. You'll come up with other ways to exploit that and leverage that for your benefit, for the customer's benefit, for the bottom line, for your shareholders. You know, you know all of that. Yeah, so it's you're going to get smarter as you, as you as you start using it. And Abe, I imagine that uh, someone like yourself can look at some of the things maybe I'm doing now. I've got a bunch of spreadsheets or a bunch of these disparate sources, and you can sort of see through the forest on that and say, well, if we put these processes in place, we could simplify that. We could streamline this. We could save a ton of time. Pretty soon, as 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 High says, I'm not just uh, taking advantage of new things. I'm also stop stopping the bad habits or behaviors that aren't going to get me forward. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. And then again, the, the getting that perspective from somebody who's outside looking in can help with some of that where you're so involved in the nitty gritty and you have someone from outside looking at it saying, what if I tried to change this a little bit, shift it a little bit, tilt it a little bit. And then the person who's in, in the business and the nitty gritty says, Oh, that's a great thought. Now let's expand on that. So again, that's where that conversation with someone else coming in can help you with taking all of those pieces that you have all over the place and sort of putting them together to sort of make sense out of that so that it can produce something that's more useful. Thanks, guys, for a great conversation today on big data. We're just scratching the surface because it's big and there's a lot of data. So we'll come back to this, I hope, another time and, and keep and keep diving in. Abe Unger and Hi Goldstaff from Intersoft Associates. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thanks for the conversation. It was great. Thanks for joining us for IsAware. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.